AIA Digital Marketing. And we're live. Welcome, guys, to podcast, multicam podcast number three. Wow, multicam. Yeah. Look at it change. Oh, I think it's what's uh, on my screen. How's my hair? That's the main question, yes. isn't it? Yes, how's and my I, how's my eyebrow hair? I think we should leave that to the audience to decide. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the best hair? Vote in the comments below. Yes. <laughs> um, Don't be too So it's, it's multicam podcast number three. It's podcast, I believe, number 13 or 14. So we're uh, well underway at this stage. And today's uh, podcast episode is going to be how to create a winning offer for your business. Brought to you by AIA. Brought to you by AIA Digital Marketing. <laughs> Hope you liked our new intro, guys. Check it out. It's a bit of fun making that, wasn't it, Wade? And yeah, Wade and Billy have been hard at work with the creative direction. Yes. We love it. Boom, put to boom, put to boom. The drums. The drums. Yeah, that's my, that's my input. All right, let's get stuck into it. We're a minute in. We haven't said anything. All right, <laughs> what, are we, uh, what are we talking about today, Billy? We are talking about creating an irresistible offer for your business. Ooh. This is where a lot of people fall over. Um, you know, you're a painter, you're a plumber, you're a fencer, you're a roofer, you're an accountant, you're a lawyer, um, or you're something else. But um, marketing your business effectively is the most difficult thing for a lot of people. You might be the best at your job, um, but, you know, you could be the best plumber, you could be the best accountant. But if you don't know how to um, put out an offer and market your services effectively, then you know, you're, you're basically... No one knows you exist. That's right, man. You, you might get some good word of mouth work, but if you really want to scale, you know, and grow your business, you need to know how to create the offer. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So should we pick an industry or a business and um, stay on topic or do you want to keep it open to a, a wide range of businesses? Well, there's, um, there's general laws of marketing and boxes that can be ticked to mm. promote any business. Okay. Um, some of the boxes are more um, applicable to some industries than others. Certainly, but as many of these boxes that can be ticked, um, it, it's better to tick them, uh, in my opinion. So, yeah, sure, we can throw out some examples. Tradies, for example, uh, professional services, um, you know, basically everything. <laughs> but let's, let's, let's have some fun. Let's pick out some, pick out some business industries. Did you have any in mind, Joe? Uh, I always like to talk about plumbers and electricians. Okay, cool. Things yeah, yeah. Fairly low-hanging fruit for this industry. Yeah. Perhaps often done well, often not done so well, right? So It's so competitive, man. Yes. If you're a plumber and you're in Sydney or Melbourne or one of the metropolitan areas in Australia, um, you know, cost per lead anywhere from 100 to 200 bucks. Um, that's if the campaign's doing reasonably well. And we all know that um, the average plumbing job uh, isn't always worth that much, you know. So you've also got a couple of uh, big guys in the, in the arena, you know, that are willing to run loss leaders so that they're in the right place at the right time, they'll, they'll lose money on 80% of the jobs that they win through Google ads, but then they, they, they win some big jobs that make up for it, like, mm. um, you know, rewiring for an, a Sparky, um, a big block drains job for a plumber, um, you know, switchboard upgrades again for Sparkies, for pest control, you've got termite barriers. They, they, they make all the other, all the ad spend worthwhile. You know, once they've got um, one of those big jobs coming through. So, mm. if you're coming in and you know you've got shallow pockets, you've, you're running a one-man, two-man band, and you, you, every dollar counts. It can be really hard to compete with the other guys on on Google Ads specifically, which is really where the 
the money's made. You know, people, these are on-demand services. You're looking for a plumber, you've got a burst pipe, you've got uh, your, your, your electricity's not working, you're pulling out your smartphone, you're opening Google and you're typing in, uh, more often than not, a plumber or electrician and the suburb that you're in. Mm. That's, that's just by far the predominant search query that's used for hiring services like those. So with four ad spaces at the top, you're up against it, man, especially if you're targeting all of Sydney. It's also in that exact scenario where the, the what's the word, the objection that, you know, I don't click on ads falls mm. short, right? Because, yes. yeah, sure, 90% of the time, none of us are clicking on ads. Yes. But when the need is strong and you know what you're looking for, yes, you just hit the ad because it's yep. specifically what you're looking for <coughs> at man, that time. Perfect example is locksmiths. Yes. Um, you know, you're locked out. You click on the call extension on the ad at the top. You know, or the second, wh- whichever one has a call extension. Yeah, emergencies um, require urgency. Yeah, and therefore yeah. the top ad spot yeah. is for those kind of situations. That's right, exactly. You can still get the higher click through rate with a better ad if you've got a better offer, and that's what we're here to talk about today: how to write a better offer. Um, you know, these offers make all the difference. People do look around. Um, you know, when hiring a service, even if it's an emergency, they will read the top few ads before mm. they click on one. Um, you know, and um, then obviously the landing page, if it's uh, not an emergency service that you're providing and you've got a landing page that's offering a specific type of service, they'll check out your landing page. They'll check out a couple of others. How can you be sure that they're going to convert on your landing page? Mm. So a lot of people spend too much time um, looking at the bids, looking at the keywords, um, you know, sort of blaming Google, blaming blaming their, their ad manager or, or their agency, which they should do, I suppose, if the campaign's not working. But not thinking enough about the offer. That's really where the money's made here, in my in my opinion. What do you think, Joe? Yes. You agree? I do. And I think there's a, a few ways to really hit that from that ad and from that landing page experience. And something I, I thought about yesterday as well is that a lot of, just going off topic a minute, but a lot of websites are built, right? And yes. then you run ads. But rarely are you building a website with a mind to run ads. Yes. So that the, 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 the messaging, the consistency of that ad to that landing page is, you know, often yes. not, yeah, yeah. not there. It's not carried through. Not carried continuity, through. Continuity is not there. And also a lot of people build websites um, thinking that uh, they need to express themselves and the website needs to represent the business, um, you know, whereas there can often be a mismatch between – uh, the demand in the market versus um, the demand you're trying to create by promoting your business. You know, it's it's really important that um, your website helps people solve their problem. Yes. You know what I mean? It shows them how they can solve their problem easily. So should we start from the top, guys? Is Here's the boxes you need to tick to create a good offer. All right. What's number one? Number one, I believe, is differentiated. I think that's okay. the most important thing. Um, it's hard when you're in a heavily commoditized industry like plumbing or electrician, it's hard to differentiate your offer. Um, and you can see a lot of a lot of things coming through. It's actually um, so easy because everything's out there on the internet for you to look around at your com- competitors and look at ways that they've tried to differentiate their services to avoid the cost-driven decisions that people make when hiring plumbers, right? Mm. Otherwise, it's just a race to the bottom. Um, so if, you are, um, if you've got something that you're trying to promote that um, is a... Um, a saturated industry, there's a lot of competitors. Um, differentiating your offering can, can make a huge difference and it can help people make value-driven decisions rather than price-driven decisions. Um, and, you know, that, that's something that I think is important. 
What about yeah? How important in the process is that the differentiation? Well, right at the start, mm. you know, that's the first thing you should be doing is thinking about how you can um, help solve your market's problems um, um, better than anyone else solves their problem. So, what are some kind of types of differentiation? Can you get into some examples? Yeah, for sure. So, um, just renaming it for a start, niching it is mm. another way to do it. Niching is um, seriously underestimated. The power of niching um, is something that can be used to um, increase the value of your products and services uh, while still offering the same product or service, essentially. Mm. Um, you know, a, an example I can give is if you've got a, um, a time management plan that's worth $60 and then you've got a time management plan for men over 30, it's now worth 120 The same time management plan targeted to... Um, men over 30 in the health health industry, in the health professions, that's now worth $400, mm. right? Because it's it's not only are you um, increasing the relevancy for the person and, and targeting a niche, but you're actually increasing the value they're going to get out of that time management plan because they feel like it's for them specifically. And you can you can obviously tweak it to be more appropriate for people in that industry mm. uh, or in that, in that psychographic demographic. So uh, niching is important. Um, renaming. Um, and, and, and a process you can go through also is reading all of your competitors' uh, Google Maps reviews. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously a lot of fake ones out there, but you can um, read through them and pick out the complaints and pick out the five-star reviews and what they liked about it. And you can start to get a really good understanding of what the market's looking for, what the market likes, what the market doesn't like, mm. and write down a list of every single problem you can possibly solve for these people. And then bundle it all up and call it something, you know. That's gold, man. I I talk a lot to our clients about um, your market telling you what it is that they're actually looking for, what yes. they want, right? You can, like you say, you can have your business and what you stand for and the services you offer. But at the end of the day, your market is going to tell you what it is that they actually want. Yes. Right? Yep. The unknown unknowns, the black swan, the actual intrinsic motivations for what it is that got them on your phone, right? To yeah. actually pick up the phone and call you. Yes. They will tell you what it is working with your advertising. Mm. Yes. They'll tell you what's working with your offer. They'll tell you what's working with the whole process. If you're listening. If you're yes. listening. Mm. That's right. Yeah, man, that's right. A lot of people a lot of people um, make that mistake and they think that they need to create the demand when, when really um, the most successful businesses in the world channel demand that's already there. You know, there's that story that's been told a million times if you're in our industry or if you've dabbled in marketing or been to any of the uh, big conventions that are held out there by the consulting firms. Um, you've got uh, the burger, the burger shop, burger van story. Uh, <laughs> it's just before lunch, so this is an appropriate time for us to talk about burgers. But um, the question is, if you've got a burger van, mm. um, what do you need to be the most successful burger van, right? And a lot of people usually answer the best, or the most, the freshest bread, the, the freshest lettuce, uh, the best patties, the best sauce. Pickles. Pickles. You need pickles. <clears throat> so the answer is, drum roll, um, a starving crowd. Right? Best, best location. Best location. A starving crowd. Yeah, that's right. Same thing. So um, that that's that's because you need to channel the demand. Yes. It doesn't matter how good or bad your burgers are. If there's 10,000 people that are starving where you park your van, you're going to sell a lot of burgers, right? Mm. So... Um, that's kind of obviously um, a well overused and well-known um, uh, way of highlighting 
channeling demand rather than the Ronald McDonald Ronald McDonald scheme. Yeah, man. Well, they're yeah. a real estate business, right? That's Absolutely. right. Yeah, they're not a they're not a burger business. They're a real estate business, and they know the power of a starving crowd, right? Well, I guess. if you're on every corner in the world, yes, there's yeah, going yeah. to be someone hungry. Yeah. So, so differentiating differentiating your offer is a, is a, is a really good way for you to be able to um, uh, avoid cost uh, based decisions and and go for value based decisions um and be able to charge more for your services and solve more problems for your clients you know that's really where business is at right that's what we're here to do um so i read something interesting lately actually in the seth godin book this is marketing where he says um uh businesses don't use customers to solve their problems they use marketing to solve their customers problems which i thought was quite poignant it's pretty good poignant Mm. yeah yeah. i think it's a good one like that all right, next one, value-driven. We've kind of touched on that, I believe, haven't we? Should we talk a bit more about that? You what need you to drive value. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're not driving value, you're probably walking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, um, there's, uh, there's this thing called the value equation. And um, uh, out of all of the different types of value equations I've, I've read, um, this one's the one that stood out the most. And it's basically... Um, the um, you know you've got a you've got a client who or you've got a prospect and what they want is a dream outcome. They they they're after something. So if they're calling a plumber, they want their pipe fixed or they want their toilet to flush or they want you know or or, or it might be someone who's like um, signing up to a personal trainer program and they want to get fit. They want to get muscly. They've got their dream outcome. Mm. You know they want to look like Arnie, right? Um, so so that dream outcome, the likelihood of them reaching that dream outcome. Right, times um, times the amount of uh, sorry the likelihood of them reaching their dream outcome, um, and times the uh, the how long it's going to take them to reach their dream outcome is the first thing. So um, likelihood times time. Yeah, by likelihood, the dream outcome um, times how much time it's going to take for them to reach that dream outcome. Okay, right, divided by um, the uh, cost for them to reach that dream outcome. Yep. Right, and um, and the amount of effort they have to put in to reach that dream outcome. So, in other words, if you can offer if you can offer someone the solution to their problem, give them that dream outcome in a very short period of time, right, with a high likelihood of achieving it, um, with little to no effort from them, then then you've got it, right. So that's why, for example, Valium is a much bigger industry than yoga, <laughs> because <laughs> because because. You, re- you get your dream outcome. Yeah, big pharma is a thing. You don't hear yeah. much about big yoga. No, no, that's right. Yeah. So, so yoga's it's, underground. Yeah, so I, I can, with very little effort, very little cost, <laughs> you know what I mean? Five um, bucks, pop a pill. 100% complete likelihood yes. of reaching my dream outcome, pop a few Valium pills, right? <laughs> and get, to, get my dream outcome. Or I can join a yoga class, I can meditate, I can do exercise, and maybe in two months I'll feel good, you know? So this is just what people are like. That's a value-based decision. And you, you can reverse engineer that and use that in your business. You know, and you see that all the time in, in marketing and land. Good, good offers have this. So you can have a very high, um, I mean, sorry, what was your equation again? So the likelihood yep. times the time yes. divided by um, effort, effort, effort and cost. And cost. Yep. So you can have a high value in one of those areas. Yeah. So as long as the, the other areas pull down the 
yeah. the overall Exactly. If it's very, number. very likely you're going to get your dream outcome. Yes. Um, and you're going to get it really quickly. Yes. And it's going to take no, gonna, no effort from you. Yeah, and cost you very little. Price gonna, goes up. Right. So, so um, uh, But at the same time, if it, if it has a, a cost that's going to be quite potentially significant, yes. but it takes very little of your time, yes. it has very low effort from you, yes. and still has a very high likelihood of getting you to what you want to, you know, getting you to where you want to be. You can mm. charge more for That's that. still okay, right? You can yes. still charge more. Exactly. Yeah. You can have that, that fee yeah. in there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. People will pay more to get what they want, knowing that they're going to get it in a short period of time with yes. no effort. Right. Fast is better than yeah. Faster is better than free. Precisely, people going to buy a t-shirt online that takes fifty days to ship. Mm. Cost you twenty bucks. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll probably buy the fifty dollars t-shirt. that's going to be there in a day. Yes, right, exactly, man. So, so that's that's um, that's the value thing. There's a lot of things out there about value equations and stuff, but that's probably the best. My favorite one. We love convenience. Yes, yeah, we do. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, um, that's it. Value. I think. Um, you know, there's, there's his, his, let's rattle through these, all right? Are we cool if we rattle through the next couple Bing, of boxes? Smash bong, them. Cool. So, value stacking. What's that, Joe? Essentially, uh, itemizing all the, uh, the separate values of your service. Yep. So, all the things that you're going to do call out fees, parts, materials, time, effort, everything in, in a line, uh, strike through and give a, a, a much lower stacked price, value stack. Yes, price. cool. Cool. How and do how like, does that how do work in it? the mind of the consumer? Ooh. Oh, just value for money. They, they, they. Mm. You know, if you pick apart everything that they get within this offer, and and um, itemize and price every every line. So you're basically showing them the value. Look at all the value that you're getting. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Rather than saying you're getting your car serviced, yeah, doing oil change, wheel alignment, yes, blah 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 blah. That's blah. right. Very very easy to do for commoditized product websites right mm. yes. so if you've got a i don't know a supplement store or something and you've got pre-workout post-workout you've got your intra intra-workout bcaa's you've got your proteins you've got your you know you've got you've got all these things and they're yes. all worth you know between 50 and 100 dollars yes. and you end up with 300 dollars worth of, of product but you're you've got an offer on right the value yes. the stack is, is valued at 300 bucks, but you're going to sell it to them for 220 So yeah. we call it the jacked stack. Jacked stack. <laughs> um, if you are a protein supplement business and you're not using that, you are missing out. Yeah, give us a call where you can redo your whole life and take you to where you want to be. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather just get some plastic surgery. You know what I mean? Just just buff up with that rather than the protein shakes. Calf implants, <laughs> probably better yeah. for your liver. One hour, one hour operation, they'll insert some pecs and some butt cheeks. Because why, Billy? Because the value equation. That's right. It's easier. Convenient. It costs, it costs more. It's guaranteed to work. But it's guaranteed yeah. yes. to work for how long? I, I it's quicker. Admit, Joe, you've, you've highlighted a mistake that I made. And I'm, I'm big on putting my hand up and admitting when I've made a mistake. You ready for this, guys? Is a hand up? Because I was wrong once. We've got you on camera, right so put your hand <laughs> on. This is this is hands up. Documented. Made a mistake. Yeah, got the equation wrong. Uh oh. It's dream outcome times likelihood of achieving dream outcome divided by um, how much time it's going to take to get your dream outcome yes. and the amount of effort is involved. That's why you can charge more for it. So just rewind, <laughs> fix that one up. We'll put the notes in the notes. Yes, we'll do the edit. <laughs> yeah, cut that out. <laughs> Scrap that. Um, risk reversal. Who wants to talk about that? You do. Oh, I'm a talker. All right. I'm almost as much of a talker as you, Joe. Do you want me to do it? 
Joe, for our listeners out there, is a talker. Oh, he, uh, yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, I, I occasionally go to the gym with him and he'll talk through a, a set of bench presses. Is that why you stopped coming to the gym with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've actually never seen anyone continue a conversation while bench pressing. Mate, you, you're working out your lungs at the same time as you're working out your muscles, you know? <laughs> All right, so who's going to talk about it? You go first, Joe. Risk reversal. Risk reversal. Yeah, so how can you remove the mental roadblocks that are going to stop people from buying, right? What is it that they might fear is going to happen? Yes. And how can you get in front of that fear Yeah. with risk reversal? Right. I'm I like asking, it. I'll ask you. Oh, well, um, there's quite a few things that can be done, but the most obvious ones are um, guarantees, warranties. Yes. Um um, easy returns policies, easy returns re- policies, refunds, thirty day money back guarantee, or um, even we've got clients that we've twisted their arm into doing a two hundred percent money back guarantee. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Whereas if uh, you're, we're so confident that you're going to love our products or our produce or our whatever. If you don't absolutely love it, send it back. We'll give you double your money back. And I think statistically, um, the amount of people that make good on a guarantee like less that than five percent, fairly low. Less than five percent. Less than five percent of people ever make good on a guarantee. Right. Is so that because in, of the consumer or the company, um, it's the consumer. It's it's no one can be bothered to send the form. Or right. Do you know, there's hurdles. Yeah. You know, you you see those infomercials at two o'clock in the morning. My favorite. <clears throat> um, you know those those times when you, you have those existential crises wondering <laughs> what the hell you're doing with your and life because you're watching an infomercial at 2 o'clock in the morning. And capitalism's just rolling on and on. Yes, the world just keeps, the machine keeps rolling. Um, they're, they're, you know, you, they're taking their stuff straight from a playbook, right? And yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a brilliant playbook and it works well and that's why they do it. Well, you know. a prime example of value stacking there as well, right? Is mm. that you, you get these frying pans, but that's not all. Yeah, yeah. We're going to throw in this fr- set steak of steak knives. knives, but that's not all. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get this set no, of wine also, decanters. Yeah, if you call within the next 20 minutes or for our next 10, 10 um, yeah, phone calls, calls yeah. and stuff like that. So Guys, we've only, got, we've only got 85 of these, so you better get in quick because yeah. there's a million people watching right now <laughs> and the, the phone lines are heating up, so yeah, yeah. get onto it. I watched a doco about, about those um, and it's great. I I think it was um, Louis Theroux. Louis Theroux, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's great. Yeah. It's so good because they, it's so um, dramatic mm. and entertaining. Yeah, they go, "You're on air," you know, and they do it, and then they shut, then they they finish the ad, and then they've got like ten people sitting at phones, and there's this tension, like, "Is someone going to buy? Are they not going to?" And buy? then they, the phones just start going off. You know, it's amazing. Real classic sales psychology in there as well. The high energy. Yes, acting that goes into those infomercials. As yeah, well. man, super high energy. Mm, yeah. Both, both, um, both people. You know, one of them's interviewing. Oh, so what's so good about this? <laughs> right? Yeah, L- like leading questions. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, well, piece of art. Yeah, man, and and yeah. and they've they've used these these fundamental marketing laws. You know, with yes. pers- persuading people to 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 buy this stuff. And maybe jumping ahead here a bit as well, but you've also got there right off the back of those um, hyperbolic discounts. Yes, so. Discounts that aren't really discounts, right? Afterpay, zip pay, hum money, whatever it's called. Yeah, all of those guys. But the the um, shopping channel, yes, Whoever guys have been is. doing this for years, right? Yeah, Afterpay yeah. has been around for Daniel's a few years. Direct invented it. Yeah, buy yeah. now, four easy payments of yeah, forty nine yeah. ninety nine or whatever for decades, it is. Man. Decades, yeah, yeah. yeah. they are way ahead of the game there. Yeah, but, but it's still the, our next episode. What you can learn from infomercials from Daniel's direct, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. You should do that, a breakdown. So so risk reversal, money back, money, 30-day trial, 30-day money-back guarantee. You know, they've, they've been doing that for years, and it works. Koala um, does the 120-day, yeah. no questions asked returns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how many yeah, returns I actually get. Yeah. No one's... Who's going to... Yeah, I'll just put... Get that phone matrix back... Back, yeah, match, back, back into in the, the box. box that we sent it to you in. Yeah, and we'll it, has now got, back. it has now got four months of your family's sweat on there, but yeah. just send it back. It's fine. Yeah. Man, no, no human being could get that mattress back in that box. Well, also, the geniusness of that, right, is that the money that you've spent is now six months ago. Yes. So it's not in your um, yeah. you know, sphere or whatever. It's gone. It's, it's, it's gone. That's right. Mentally, it's gone. You yeah. know it's gone. And again, it's the effort. You're, you're off. You're, you're not thinking about getting your money back. You're off thinking about how to get your dream outcome yes. somewhere else. <laughs> dream outcome, nice You know part. what I mean? You like that? Yeah, yeah they, they, we went back around there. Yeah. We're good. pretty witty here. Yeah. So risk reversal guarantees. Um, hyperbolic back, discounting. Hyperbolic discounts. Um, just a little tip for the guys out there. Name your guarantee. Give your guarantee a name. Make it sound big. Make it sound bold. Uh, make it sound and gutsy. beautiful. It should be a gutsy guarantee. Could if, you give a, an example for a... Um, a what are you doing to me, Joe? Wait, let's do wait, a, let's do a, how to commercial how to. a commercial cleaning service. Commercial cleaning. It's not service. everyone's a plumber or electrician. Yeah, yeah. Uh, superior clean or double your money back. If it's let's let's say it's called um, um, cats cleaning service. Okay. Right. We'll call it the cats cleaning service guarantee. Mm. Right. Two hundred percent money back satisfaction guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied. If you find a crumb, <laughs> a crumb or a speck of dust still in your home when we're finished, double your money back. So that's actually an excellent point, right? Yeah. It's the guarantees as well. You have um, requirements for that guarantee to be made good on, right? Right. Yeah. So you've got the you've got the, the consumer facing guarantee. Yes. Two hundred percent money back, fully satisfied. You know, if you're not fully satisfied with our produce, products, services, you get double your money back. Terms and conditions apply. Yes. And then, um, you know, you just have to give people a few little hurdles to jump over so opportunists don't just use your double your money back guarantee as a way to make money. Like what, like time, uh, time well, sensitivity? we're or? doing one for a fresh produce company. Um, and one of the terms of that are that they have to send in a photo of the spoiled produce within 24 hours of receiving delivery. Okay, reasonable. Right? So so that type of guarantee for that business. Yeah. Seems like a reasonable And they've never had C's. anyone take we've been running yeah. that 200% money back guarantee. The sales have gone up significantly since we implemented it and they've not had one person. I imagine as well if somebody did did call in, right? Yes. I mean, how many of us are, are, are keen to negotiate or keen to go into battle from, you know, to yes. to have a fight with somebody who's providing us a service. Yes. So I imagine if somebody calls up and said I've just been delivered a you know pretty manky mango right like, you're not going to say you know a manco you're not going to say oh i'm so sorry about this yeah. let me give you the 200 percent guarantee right you say yeah. oh that that's a shame i'll really oh, send you a bag of mangoes we'll express post you yeah, yeah. It, we'll give you a three crate. mangoes that's right we'll give you 14 exactly so how yeah. it plays out in the real world is mango completely mania right? yeah. a lot of people freak out with guarantees if it's making you uncomfortable as a business owner you're on the right track it should be a guarantee that no one else would be willing to offer nice. that's what makes it work right the titanic offer yeah what's the, what's the next one guys credibility joe i know this is a big one for what, you i, I have titanic i have offer. i have no credibility yes. after saying the titanic what, offer what's the, the titanic offer well you got to make sure it's big enough and bold enough that people will want to get on the ride, but there's no icebergs that are going to sink your business. Even though yes, it's the unsinkable like ship, it. yeah. It's good. All right. Yes. 
Did you just make that up on the spot? I did. Whoa. Yeah. What do, what do I know about marketing? That was fantastic. Creative, like, sparks just yeah. flying today. That's, That's why you should call AIA. We've got great ideas. Yeah, ask for Wade. <laughs> <laughs> um, credibility. Joe. You always forget one of them. I do, yeah. I, I like to say this. Um, so know, it's not on, that credible. On, on your website, right, there's, yeah. there's or, or within your offer, within your ads, whatever it is, wherever you've got that consumer-facing information, Yes, you want to have a few things. Oh, yeah. Right? What are they, Joe? Well, there's four. <laughs> and I remember, four and now, I remember so three of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got any, uh, any industry-relevant accreditation, right, Ooh. if you are a master builder, then yes. get that information on your website. If you're yes. a master plumber, get that on your site. If you've got Cert for certification in training, then get get that up there, right? Whatever it, whatever it is, get that information in front of people. Show them the experience that you have and why you're the authority. Yes. So accreditation. Yep. Uh, affiliation. Yep. So who have you worked with in the past? Why would somebody want to work with you? Give them give them like the affiliate people you've worked with, your yes. affiliate partners, your um, uh, customers, right? Big or small, right? Show that other people have used you in the past and. They've had a good experience with you, otherwise they wouldn't presumably let you put the uh, the the guarantee or the, the affiliate affiliate affiliation on the, on the site. Social yeah. proof, yes, and accreditation. Yep. No accreditation, affiliation, certification. Yep. Oh, which is a bit like accreditation. Yep. I've I've overlapped here a little bit. Yeah, there's three there though. I've said it wrong. I don't know the fourth one, Billy. Um, <laughs> don't lie. Certification, affiliation, um, uh, accreditation. accreditation. Um, there is a fourth one. There is one. a fourth one. Um, Ideation, incantation, space station. <laughs> you th- you're not helping. You're not helping at like all. Like space station, get uh, up yeah. Um Anyway. Well, well, that's right, well we'll come. Ignorance. We'll edit you it You guys in. keep talking. I'll yeah. find it on the internet. Good luck. I, I believe yeah. I've Googled that before. And yeah. Do you want to blame? Accreditations, certifications, affiliations, um, nominations. No, it's no, not that. Okay. It. Anyway, those, those three are, will do. Yes, they're good. No, they're hundred percent good enough. <laughs> and there's a very strong good enough factor, right? You don't have to let perfect be the enemy of good enough. No, that's true. But um, luckily, yeah, just all luckily these for us, all these luckily for right now. Yeah, all these yeah, really really good examples of why people should buy from you. Yeah, totally mm. cool. So <clears throat> credibility's big. Credibility's big. Well, it's one of them. Uh, they, they feed into each other. But you know, when it, you're talking about risk reversal, yes, everything that we do in this offer is reversing the risk. Stacking the value and discounting the price reverses the risk. So credibility reverses the perceived risk. Social proof reverses this perceived risk, right? It all and, and social proof adds to the credibility. So it all intertwines. When you break it apart and itemize it like this, it can really help you add as much as you can to the offer and get the best possible result. Yeah. And what you want to be doing here is is there are three areas that you want to be getting it like a, as close to a ten out of ten as possible, mm. right? When you're when you're selling anything, mm. so you want to be getting a ten out of ten for your business. Mm-hmm. So why should people come to your business? What is mm. it that you've done in the past? Who have you worked with? What education uh, certifications have you got? Mm. What's your experience, right? Um, you need to be getting a ten out of ten for your product. Mm. Why should I be, you know, why should I be buying this product from you? What should I be expecting? Um, and again, experience here is always good, but just going back over who you've worked with in the past, their experiences, reviews, testimonials, we'll touch on later, but all that good stuff. And then you want to get a 10 out of 10 for you. Mm. Right? If you're if you're the face of that company, mm. somebody phones you and you answer <coughs> that, that call, you need to be showing that you've got that background and that experience. Well, businesses buy and sell to 
people, not businesses. Yes. You know what I mean? Business is just people, right? There's, there's really, there's really every transaction that takes place, every sale, every it's that you might be selling B2B, but you're still selling to a person. Mm. Or even B2B, um, where you know we might talk about decision makers, right? And who's got the who, who's closest to the money? Who's going to be signing off on the deal? But the the reality is that there are six to ten decision makers in any large business purchase. Mm. There's a person who initially made contact with you know you, or you made contact with them if it's a, a cold call or other outreach. Mm. Um, there's typically like maybe a finance director and a CEO and a founder of the business, and then a couple of other uh, stakeholders along the way. So it's not about just Selling to that one person, it's about giving mm. that, um, uh, again, credibility mm. for your business, for that well, person. Well, so it's that they enabling can then them to be able to sell. If you, if, you know what I mean? Once you've convinced them. We're connected. Yeah. That's you were right. about to say, right? You can convince was, one person. That's what I was about to say as well. I was about to say enough. that too. So. Oh, my God. We're all yeah, thinking was, the same thing. Yeah. Same page. <laughs> Woo! So we've got social proof, I think, is um, where we're at next. Social proof. Do you want to go on this one? I've talked a lot. Uh, social proof is um, basically, uh, in my opinion, one of the most powerful marketing techniques that can be used. I'd agree. Um, because it, it ticks off so many of the persuasion boxes. You know, you've got, um, you've got um, <clears throat> the uh, consistency and the um, consensus um, persuasion techniques, you know, um, that, that work really well. If everyone's doing it, I want to do it too. <laughs> right, we yeah, are man. in a lot of ways. Yeah, right? 100%. Like, who wants to run so, off into the woods on their own again and buy a wolf? Yes. Scary stuff. Well, Don't you know, wear a red hood. Uh, even if you look back at our um, origins, you know, in our, um, um, you know, evolution over time and stuff, we, we had to remain as a part of our tribe. Yes. Or else we would die. Mm. Right? Like if, if we got um, rejected from our, from our tribe Shunned, and were left, left out on our own. We'd, we'd probably die, right? So it's yeah, conformity deep ingrained. Is, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Deep, deep ingrained. For sure. It's um, patterns as well. Yeah. You know, we're programmed to see patterns. Yeah. And one pattern is seeing people going and doing something. Yeah, Or that's buying right. something. That's right. Okay, let's see what the pattern's about. Yes, exactly. So, so it works really well. It's a very powerful technique. Social proof is basically putting as much as you possibly can onto your offer, onto your page, and as um, visually... Um, you know, easy to find as possible as well. All of the reviews, testimonials, case studies um, that you can find that prove that people have gone before the per- your prospect mm. and had a positive experience. So put it into a, um, a real world example, and yep. you you're in a, a street and there's three or four coffee shops, right? Yes. Which one are you going to go into? The one that's packed with a queue out the front. Yeah. Right. That's the one that's got the the. Yeah. Social people proof. voting with their foot, feet, right? Yeah. Social proof. That's right. That's where yeah. everybody else is going. That's where I want to go. Yes. And back to your value equation, I can get a coffee much quicker from, from you know, 7-11. door yes. number A, 7-Eleven. But I know the experience here is going to be better because everybody else is going here. So what then, happens, can I just interject, what happens when you do follow the social proof and then you're disappointed? Um, you are more likely to blame yourself. Really? Yeah. Thing. Unless it's coffee, that's, that's what I'd say. If it's bad coffee, it's on the it's on the barista. I, I yeah, but you're you're less likely to blame the um, the business mm. that you've made a purchase from, made a transaction with, because you don't want to um because because you because so many people have have enjoyed the experience, right? So you're questioning yourself. The reason why I'm saying this is because um, with Facebook ads that we run, 
right? We, we did a bit of a test, some social engineering. So we've got clients that um, posted some we, – we ran some Facebook ads for them and uh, got everyone here in the office and got everyone um, that anyone here in the office knows to comment on the ads, mm. right, and say, oh, I've bought this. It's amazing. You, everyone should get it. So all of a sudden you're promoting an ad that's got 30 comments on it that says this thing's the best thing since sliced bread, right? So when we first and, – and everyone knows, anyone that's out there that's running Facebook ads now and is monitoring the comments, everyone knows there are um, th- there is a, um overwhelming supply of um, – An of, overwhelming bias towards negativity? Yes, on Facebook. An overwhelming supply of people acting horribly – on social media, right? Monkey see, monkey do. So you see an ad, you see an ad, and you, you, you know, if it, anyway, what we found from this was the ad that had 30 plus people commenting, mm. saying, this thing's amazing, this company's amazing, you should buy one, got, got, continued to get positive comments. Mm, chain yeah. reaction. Right? And the ad that we didn't do any of this social engineering on got negative comments right off, right off the get go. Oh, these guys are probably just trying to rip people off. Scam alert. You know, you get that on all Facebook ads. Mm. But no one commented like that on the ad that we'd put positive comments on. Nobody's going into a sea of positivity and putting up Yeah, they didn't want to go against the grain, yeah. right? And so if, if back to your question, Wade, if, if, you, if you follow social proof and make a mm. purchase from a business mm. and know that there's thousands of people that really enjoyed the experience that they had purchasing from that business and you have not had a good experience purchasing, you're more likely to think the problem is you, not the business. I think you're also more likely to chalk it up to like just one bad experience. And, right. Right. You try and it try it again. again. Yeah. That's right. Because you want to see you, why yeah. like, and you want to be like other people, right? You want to connect. You want to be part yeah. of. You don't, you don't want to be rejected. You don't want to be the weirdo. You don't want to be different. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but if I ever read... Um, <laughs> I don't know about If I ever read like Wade... <laughs> Wade wants to be the weirdo and different. I can't help it. Yeah, it's a condition. On, Yes. <laughs> Did you ever read so uh, pretty on board? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Overboard, on board. Yeah. What was I saying? Yeah, don't worry about it. No, you I were scratching it. your no, eyebrow, I know that much. All right. Yeah. Yes. If you ever read Oh it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever read Yeah. Uh, from time to time. Yeah. Guys, shut up. <laughs> if you ever read reviews from a business, right, and there's um I don't know, five hundred Five-star reviews. Yes. And they're all overwhelmingly five-star positive. Mm. Yes. Right? Unless it's a $3 purchase, then you don't really believe that, right? Mm. But if you see 500 five-star reviews and 20 one-star, right? Mm. And nobody writes twos or three-star reviews. That's not a thing. Mm. It's either five, maybe four, <laughs> or one, right? Mm. So you kind of want to see that as well, I think, for, mm. for it to be a genuine um, experience from mm. my point of view. Because otherwise it's too good to be true. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It, it looks false. But also, you're, I am anyway, much more inclined, again, to chalk up those negative experiences mm. in the face of overwhelming positive experiences mm. to them being either things that are outside of that, pers- outside of that business's control, like shipping mm. or delivery or otherwise. Um, or just a handful of assholes. Crackbots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or people whose expectations were too high. Yes. I would say. But yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think um, uh, I had a point and you... I, Lost it because of my Scratch eyebrow Scratch your scratching. eyebrow again, yeah. Joe. Hang on. <laughs> Three scratches and he gets an idea. <laughs> All right. Should we move on? I had a point. I'm sure if you listen we'll come to back this, to you'll, well, you'll well, know Basically, what I'm you were talking right. about, you know, you need 
some to make it seem genuine and authentic, it can't just all be roses. Mm. There's yes. obviously always going to be some people who don't have an amazing experience. Right. We right. don't live in a utopian vacuum. 4.7 yes. stars out of 5 is much more convincing than 5 out of 5. So if you're going to social life. engineer your comments and mm. posts... Put some negative, sprinkle a little bit of sour, put some real sour stuff citrus in there. In there yeah. <laughs> and going back to right, your ads, really good example of something you can very easily do is to put your rankings and reviews into your ads. Yes. And right out the gate, social proof is right there. 35, yes. 4.8 on average star reviews. Everybody's having a really positive experience when they call out you for a, a time management program or you need an emergency plumber, whatever it is. Mm. Really, really um, easy to build that credibility. Mm. Yeah, man, definitely. Yep, social proof and credibility. Totally. <clears throat> Totes. Call to action. Buy now. Yeah, CTAs, man. How many times have you heard people talk about CTAs, calls to action? Call now, book now, get free quote now. Any more? Uh, there's heaps. Apply, buy now. Apply now. Add to cart. Buy now. <laughs> Find out more. Yeah, yeah. Learn more. Yeah. So... Discover. What do we know about calls to actions that get higher conversion rates? I, I know if you have one, yeah. you get a higher conversion rate. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> and if it's congruent throughout all marketing assets, yes. every, every point of contact with your prospect along the way, you get more. Also, if the button is transparent, you get more. Transparent? You know that? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got like full buttons where you got like, the whole, the whole button's blue or black. Sure. Mm. And the writing's white. But if you have an outline of the button and then a transparent in the middle and then the writing there, more 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 conversions. Because huh. it feels like you can push it, pushing your finger into it. It feels like people want to push it. It's a bit more 3D looking? Or? Yeah. Huh. It just feels more like you're pushing a button. Huh. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, Nick, Push the um, button. That's from the uh, Nick Calenda conversion rate optimization um, plethora of training manuals that he's got. Little uh, shout out there. Very cool stuff there. That's worth a very easy A-B test with some Google yeah, Optimize. Yeah. Google Optimize Dude's a bit of a genius. He comes out yeah, with right. some cool stuff. I don't know if it all works, but we've tried some stuff out of there and it seems to be working. So, yeah, calls to action. Um, Just on calls to action, right? Yeah. Really important that you uh, uh, communicate mm. to your customer exactly what you want them to do. Mm. And that's where call to actions come in, right? Yes. I want you to buy, I don't just want to show off this product and have some ratings and there's the price and just yes. hope that you know what to do. Yes. I want to tell you to buy now. Click yes. this button, buy it now. You can speak to people differently in marketing material like websites and stuff than you can in real life, right? Yeah. Like I can't say to you, call now. <laughs> <laughs> can I, yeah. Book so now. Just, you can, Yeah, but it's, it's not, not very, very good it's received. Not, yeah. well, so this so. is what our Google ads look like. Um, give me your credit card number. Yeah, yeah. I've even seen some fun ones, like, you know, the, form, the the button says, just hit the damn button, Yeah, you know, or something like that. It'd I have seen it um, go on a, on a form submit. Yeah. Go gets go. A, a greater um, submission rate than, okay. um, than send. Yeah, or send book. or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Go. Yeah, testing this stuff out is a lot of fun. Uh, for any of you uh, nerds out there that know how to use <clears throat> um, computers well, Google Optimize can work well with um, A-B testing different calls to action for your business. It's actually very user-friendly. Yeah, it's cool. Isn't really it? easy to Google use, optimized. yeah. Um, so calls to action and also, Joe, you touched on it. It's got to be very, very clear and obvious. If you think you're being too obvious with calls to action and with marketing in general, you're on the right track, right? People are using a very small amount of their potential brain power when consuming your content. 
Um, so the more uh, easy that you, you can make the process for them, the better. Not only with just um, what you want them to do and why, but what will happen when they've done it. The process after after that is, is very, very powerful. What are you laughing about? I just I, I think that it's hilarious. You basically have to... Guide people through. Well, everyone's being lobotomised and you've got to yeah. push um, them... Yeah, through, through the door on the internet. Con- consumer yeah. behavior, man. And if you think about like e-commerce stores, right? Yeah. There is a difference between shopping and buying. Mm. Mm. And people, I shop all day, well, all day long. I work for a living. He's got a but job. I shop all day long. You know, yeah. like we all do. We've got like Amazon apps on our phone. We go and look at um, ASOS online or whatever. You know, you, you go and have a look around. You're window shopping. Yeah, yeah. But the difference between that and buying <laughs> is very, very different. Man, I've done it. I did it the other day. I, I still do it. We are just not as aware of, of things around us mm. uh, the, the, as we think we are. Unless you know, it's on a screen. I went into a shop and I went to buy something and I pulled out some cash. And she said, we don't take cash. I said, what do you mean you don't take cash? I didn't know that. And I looked up and there's this like three meter wide neon sign <laughs> that says no cash taken or whatever, you know. And I'm like, why don't you what, take what, I what business you cash? I think the bigger question here is how are you still up. buying in cash? Yes. <laughs> who still has cash? Cash what rules everything around me. I promise what cashless I'm not a economy dealer. are you not living in? <laughs> so you're like, yeah, I'm just yeah. get this cash out of my I, wallet. Man, I Who's like got a to wallet feel these days? Like I've got I some money. I still run the wallet. I yeah. like to. I like to have uh, as as distant a connection with with my money as possible. So the phone tap, yeah, is phone tap, gold. Well, there's no physical mm. connection. Therefore, you're a great consumer because you never think about I how never much you're actually it, yeah. giving away. I just get stung every couple of weeks with a credit card bill. I'm like, yes. oh, is that what it's done this week? <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> All right, calls to action. Cognitive load. Joe, what is that? Overloading your consumer's brain with either too much information. Yes. Information clustered too close together. Yes. Um, or um, cool. just really just overwhelming them with the, <clears throat> the experience that they get from, you know, from, the, from your website, whatever it is. Yes. Great. Can you do so, that without information? Can you can you can overload you? them cognitively without information? Yes. Yeah. Too many calls for actions. Too many offers. Too many um, reasons to buy now. Too just too much. Mm. There's also um, you know this is why design matters so much and user experience matters so much. Um, <clears throat> when you first open a web page, whether it be on your mobile or on your desktop or a screen monitor, there's there's an instant amount of energy you have to use to be able to consume the information on that page, right? So that's why you need a style guide. That's why you need to make sure that everything's uniform. That's why you need to make sure that the font never changes, that you've got no more than maybe two or three different sizes of that font for headline, subheadline, and paragraphs. That's actually pretty, yeah, I like that. The less colors you can use, the better. Mm. You need colors to make the web page look good, but How you many? do not need more than two or three. Mm-hmm. The best looking websites out there, if you look at them carefully, have two or three different colors on the page in total, including white. Well, think right. about yeah, McDonald's, any any massive iconographic you yes. know, brand. It's yeah. two colors. Do you know why? Do you know why they do that? So you can instantly recognize it. Mm. You can instantly recognize it. If you see that yellow and red together, even if it's not with the M symbol, you think McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so it's the same with the landing page or a website. If you get onto a page and it's got different fonts, different sizes, different colors everywhere, six or seven different colors, it's too much. It's mm. too much. You, it's confusing, brain, right? It's confusing and it just takes too much cognitive effort to consume the information on that page. And they're gone. My, uh, my brother bought a house a few years ago. And um, when we first went in and, and looked at the... Not, I didn't go to buy it, right? But when, when he bought it in empty house, whatever. Yes. Went in, four-bedroom house. 
Um, and you walked around every single wall in the bedrooms upstairs was a different colour. Mm. Whoa. It was, Who was living in there beforehand, those poor bastards? Don't know. It was very, very confusing. Like, I, I walked through, there's three bedrooms upstairs, walked through, right, walked down the stairs, and I was like, I don't know how many rooms I've just been in. I, I literally <laughs> Was that the child's me. room? It was maybe two kids' rooms and a, and a parent's room. So it was one of the kids' Different colour like, walls? But each, each, wall, each wall was a mood wall. So mm. it was it was just it was so very, very confusing. That I is. literally couldn't tell you how many rooms were there. Yes. After they whitewashed the joint, it was as oh, okay, yeah, three bedrooms. This now is, it's a house it. again. That's a house again. <laughs> Not a fun house. Yes. A bouncy castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. same kind of deal, right? It's it's overwhelming amounts of information, essentially. Mm. And it's not big amounts of information, it's colours on a wall. Mm. The same thing with like a website design, with with whatever it is you're putting out there from your branding. It mm. needs to be clean, clear, consistent, mm. contemporary. Like that? Mm, we do. Wade loves a bit of contemporary. Contemporary Absolutely. is also something that you could touch on. Like, you know, if you can take advantage of a contemporary um, political or uh, social issue, um, you can make ads and landing pages um, in line with that that will get a lot of attention. You know, we had some wild success with ads with just a picture of a toilet, a roll of toilet paper right <laughs> when the toilet paper craze was on. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, if you're <clears throat> – there's a lot of different things you can do. We've got a client that um, – when the government was giving all that money away during the lockdown, just put a picture of um, Gladys Berejiklian's head in the corner of his ad, mm. and it got like four times the click-throughs. Right. <laughs> right. It was a finance company, so it made sense in some way. There was some sort of a segue. But she, at the time, was like on trend. Yeah, right? so. everyone, you see oh, Gladys. Every day. Yeah. yeah. You see Gladys, you pay attention, you know. So there's a lot of cool things you can do like that. A little bit off topic. Cognitive analysis, I think, or cognitive load, I think we've covered that. Heuristic analysis. Um, is along the same lines, helping people solve complicated problems in a simple way. It might not be the best solution. It might not be, um, you know, um, 100% guaranteed to be the best solution um, and completely solve the problem. <clears throat> but if they can quickly and easily get somewhat of a solution to a complicated problem, they'll do it. Yeah, heuristics right. tends to be around the um, user experience, right, and how easy it is to find the information you're looking for. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Which going back to cognitive load, like the, the the clearer and cleaner you can make that information, the mm. easier it is to find. The, mm. Yeah, more likely you're going to find that people do what you want them to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, what if you help. strip it right back? <coughs> yeah. Well, there's like a lot of websites super, that have done minimal. that. Man. Yeah. There's a lot of websites that are doing that. You look at ClickFunnels. Um, look at um, Stripe. Look at um, any of the any of these big um, uh, Hotjar. Hotjar as well has got that. Um, <clears throat> center-aligned uh, paragraph, you know, like uh, or list of, of copy. Oh, so, yes. Can you pull it up, right? Yeah, I can pull it up. <clears throat> okay, hey, cool. Jamie. Yeah. I need to get that on the screen. Sorry, guys. Pull What's up um, Stripe. Just take this opportunity to say I hate ClickFunnels. Mm. Should we Can't run straight? It. The, it's on the top ad. We're on <clears throat> Stripe. Here yeah. Go. Uh, have you got – is that on the screen now? On the screen. All right, just describe it to me if you don't mind. Um, We've got to get another TV in here. Yeah, first and foremost, we have this nice gradient that catches your eye from the top left of the the page, which is, you know, known in colour theory as well as, you know, looking at art. Your Mm. eye always is attracted to the top left corner immediately. So it's guiding you into the page. Absolutely. And at the top of that page, in quite modest size font, is their logo. Mm. Uh, as we, as how many we, colors can you count on the page? Um, well, because we've got this changing gradient, uh, 
five, four, five. But what if you? What if you? But get when you change? when you get into the into the guts of it, affiliation. We've got affiliation straight off the bat. Um, as you scroll down, we've got nice things uh, that are important and you know integral to their services mm. in purple. Mm. Strong call to action. Very visual. Mm. Um, it's giving you process uh, after sale. Exactly, it's giving you almost a, a visual map here yes. of the process. Yeah, cool. Of the user experience, um, and then as we go down, it's been segmented with a darker kind of background that is running. I don't know. I've never used Stripe before. So. How many fonts can you count? One, two. I'd say that it's all uniform except for All right, go to uh go to Hotjar. Or actually go to ClickFunnels. Yep, we're on. <coughs> Scroll down a bit. Scrolling. How simple is that page? It's a bit busy, yeah? It's way too busy for my life. You're straight off the bat 100%. Right, right, recent try, posts uh, on the right-hand side. How many colors? Too many. Yeah, there's just few. too many icons going on. Right. Like you've got what about, all okay, the here we go. You're also being guided off, off the website with the socials on the left-hand side here. Let's go to one of the CRO websites. Go to Hotjar. You'll notice a uniform uh, call to action in the top right as well, more often than not. That's kind of, that's kind of come a long way. Everyone's using that. So right at the back here. Sign in or try it free. Yeah, right at the back, you've it? also got a really good visual example <clears throat> of what Hotjar is going to give you. Right. Visual um, heat maps. Yes. And if you scroll down, something I always like to promote as well, a sticky menu. Yes. Makes it easy. So you've got that navigate. call to action all the time if you want to go and look at other services that are on offer. Yep. Sticky easy menu, to do. this bad boy here. Yep. So our viewers can see what that means. But uh, see how the content on that page as well is just really easy to consume. It's, not it's got room to breathe. Yep. It's, it's, it's almost like it's a dot point yeah, kind yeah. of... Fairly, fairly stripped back. Absolutely. Not mm. too much information, nothing <coughs> over two sentences, three okay. sentences in Last information. One. Crazy egg. You're a crazy egg. Another um, heat map technology? Yeah, crazy another egg. CRO software. What's Yeah, uh, okay. Seek crazy egg, VWO, crazy AB egg. testing. Yeah, uh, that's the one. Oh, cra- oh, here we go. So they're actually the first non-ad. Yeah, cool. All right, we're on. Look at that. Ooh, make your website better. Yep. Instantly. <clears throat> Scroll down. How many doesn't colors, want to do how that. Um, it's so far, again, just looks like the singular or maybe two fonts. Um, our internet's struggling, so we okay. might switch out of that. Let's turn um, that off. Yeah. <coughs> bit, of, bit of visual fun, though. Yeah, it was a bit of visual fun. One of the exercises that we often do is look around at the best performing websites. Um, in the world and there's Kogan eBay um, for e-commerce of course there's um, it used to be called GoFish um, but now it's called uh, Deals yeah My Deals and now it's called just Deals I think Um, they're the e-commerce ones and then obviously the best um, the best most highest converting or the ones that would have had the most money put into them are things like Stripe um, Afterpay um, Crazy Egg Hotjar they're they're you know, those Crazy Egg and Hotjar are CRO softwares. They're actually selling um, a software that helps you increase the conversion rate of your website. So you'd imagine looking at their website will give you some good tips as well. So heuristic analysis is important. 
superior um, superior offer. Make sure that your offer is superior. How do you do that? Differentiate. Yeah, you got to differentiate, but how do you do that? How do you know if your offer is better than what other people in the market Look are Look at your competitors. Right. That old study chestnut. It, study yeah. it. Get you back to looking it. at what other ads are doing in the space. What other yes. websites look like? What other offers are out there? Yeah. Precisely. What are the customers saying? What are the reviews saying? Yeah. Yes. Learn from your customer. They know it all. Yeah, man. What are the positives? What is it things people liked, right? What are the negatives? What is it you need to avoid with your um, business, yes. your market? Precisely. Make sure you've got good internet when you do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> or else uh, you might find that um, it, it's going to take when's, longer than... When's who, our, uh, who, who's the best internet provider we've currently got running in the <laughs> office right now? <laughs> which is of the four or five routers that we've got on the go at the moment, <laughs> which is your favourite, Billy? Uh, we, will, um, we will disclose um, the process that we've been through, <laughs> um, you know, uh, just recently with trying to get MBN in our new office space. It's a pain in the bum, big time. The um, internet service providers blame the building owners. Building owners blame the internet service providers. And here we are with five, five G, wireless internet connections wiring our office at this point in time. And stay tuned for the next episode where we'll reveal Billy's favourite internet provider. <laughs> yeah, who've you had the best experience talking <coughs> with so far? None of them. <laughs> I hate them all right now. Um, Sounds like they need a crazy egg. Yes, <laughs> urgency and scarcity. How do you do that? Easy. Premium offers, right? Limited time offers. Buy this today. Next five callers. Next five purchases. Site-wide um, sales events. Site-wide sales events. Black, Black Friday, Friday. Friday. Christmas. You know, um, we'll throw this into the next 30. So is that, there's that old, you can you can have an offer, but you've got to give people a reason to, to, do, it. to do it, right? You now, can't just say, oh, this is John's grocery store and it's mm. 20% off. So, okay, that, that's cool, but mm. why is it 20% off? And what's right. to stop me just like not buying this? Set of grapes, whatever, I don't know. Right. Set Today, of mango, grapes. this case of mangoes. <laughs> why aren't I buying these today? Um, can you pick me up two sets of grapes? <laughs> <laughs> what is a group of grapes called? Oh, Wine. Oh, man, that is so funny. A bunch a of grapes, man. Bunch. A bunch. Yeah, a bunch Isn't that a bunch that's, of bananas? That is the yeah. easiest question you've ever asked me. <laughs> what is a group of grapes called? Definitely not a set. Look, right, I struggle. I struggle <laughs> in various. I'm a grape collector. I've got two yeah. sets of grapes. Do you mean that you need a, a one of each color grape? Is that is a that group? What, you know, that's a set. <laughs> is this a Moscato grape? Yeah. We have the seedless. <laughs> yeah. All right, so <clears throat> these gaggle of grapes. <laughs> this gang of grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Can be twenty percent off, but why should I buy it today? What's to stop me coming back next week and expecting that? Because they're in a set. <laughs> no, it's because it's John's birthday today. <laughs> so buy these grapes from John today. Get twenty yeah. percent off. Yeah, right, John, urgency. That's right. Today's the day. Twelve oh one. Too late. <laughs> no grapes you. for you. Midnight you. thirty. Full price grapes. Yeah. Premium offers usually are limited time. Limited by otherwise amounts. they're not premium. They're, that's yeah. right. they're just a regular old there's offer. No, there's no pre- reason for it to be. <clears throat> have a premium offer. You know what I mean? And look at the look at the even going back to plumbing, they're offering premium offers. They've got on there, you know. Um, Lifetime offers are a premium offer that doesn't have an expiration. That's yeah, true, but yeah. but you know, like um, usually lifetimes used in the context with warranties um, or, or subscriptions, subscriptions, things like yeah. that. Yeah, but when they have to keep paying, you know. But um, certainly lifetime lifetime offer, um, but. Premium offers usually are limited by time, limited by um, amount, limited by um, location. You know, also, the type of inquiry. You know, Google yep. go, um, uh, plumbers are offer, is offering. Is it a digital only offer? 
Right. Well, if it That's is like a, do. they like say an, inquire um, for internet inquiry, fifty dollars off internet inquiries today only. Yeah, you'll see that on on the on the bigger plan. So service based and, and professional services businesses, you know, professional services might have that lifetime um, offer because yep. it's a subscription and you're you know using that service repeatedly. Yep. Um, specific. Plumber type businesses that service base need it need it now. Yeah, you guys are obsessed with plumbers. Well, Joe said he wanted to get all specific and stuff. Okay, and then we didn't. Yeah, and then you do what you want to do. Threw it in the mix, right? How selfish of me. But yeah, the urgency is is good there, right? In terms of like short term. But if you're like, uh, I mean, I get a text from a couple of RSLs every year around my birthday. Come and get fifteen dollars off, right? Mm. If you're an e-com store, you got that email marketing database, and you got Mm. that person's birthday information. You Mm. can give them a reason. On that day of the year, or within to that give week, you some money to give me some money. Spoil yeah. yourself by giving me your money. It's your birthday, yeah. come and Happy buy birthday. yourself give me a some gift. Money. Um, so, guys, let's rattle through them because this is important. In all seriousness, um, I think the businesses need to know how to promote their services and their products. Otherwise, they're going to be throwing money at Google and Facebook. You know, listening to advice, going from agency to agency, thinking about. Where, why their campaign? Your next meal is coming. Yeah, from. that's right. No, yeah. why their campaign's not going that well, and it's often more to do with your offer than any platform or process or agency or Google reps advice that you're taking or people that you're paying. Right. Mm. So if you're if you're looking at signing up with an agency, they should be taking a big step back and looking at your dream buyer and looking at your offer and looking at your market before they spend a cent of your money on online marketing. Right. <clears throat> cool. So. Just to go through that again, the offer, differentiated, value-driven, superior, value stacking, bundles, risk reversal, guarantees, credibility, social proof, calls to action, uh, the process after purchase, cognitive load, heuristics, making sure it's a superior offer, urgency and um, scarcity, and again, going back over and making sure it is um, a superior offer and that you're running something that's a premium. Positioning. Positioning. Is that part of an offer? Where you it mean goes, where it goes on the page. Well, where you put it, front and center. Yeah, yeah. That's it's really that's why also landing pages are so crucial for um, successful online marketing campaigns. <clears throat> you do not want to send someone to your about us page or your homepage or your services page. But also, you know, if it's across multiple channels, like you know, it's an Instagram only offer, mm. or you know, via the website or telephone. That's mm. also positioning, no? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Positioning of the offer itself, like in yeah. regards to where you're promoting it, on what platform, that can work well. Well, um, the, definitely. The, the difference in the interest of your audience in those platforms. Right? Yes. If it's a Google ad, then you're you, you should be you should be putting your service in front of people, looking for what you do, where you do it. If you're in front of Facebook or uh, an Instagram or a TikTok or a Snapchat, whatever, pick an audience, you're in front of them. They're not looking for you. Mm. So you need to have a different, differentiated, superior yes. offer for that audience <coughs> because you're, you're then trying to entice them to come through. On those platforms, it's just a war for attention. Online is, you know, online marketing is a war for people's attention, for people's mm. eyeballs. That's the biggest commodity these days. You know, eyeballs. So. Yeah. yeah. Start buying them now. <laughs> Cool. Should we wrap this up? Hundred percent. All right, man. Give it's us a little. Fun. Give us a little music. Give us a sample. <clears throat> we haven't used a sample pad. I think this was a fantastic podcast, guys. <laughs> that was uh, a bad one. wrong button. No, wrong one. <laughs> what a great podcast! Well done. Thank you for joining me, guys. Excellent. Oh yeah. And with that, it's a wrap. Signing off. Bye bye. Peace. Bye.